Welcome to Beneath the Wing. Just like air passing over the wing of an aircraft provides lift, the people we meet can also give us lift in life by sharing their stories of strength and success, connecting us all. Beneath the Wing explores the stories of those connected with the Minnesota Air National Guard's 133rd Airlift Wing with a little humor and learning along the way. I'm your host, Wing Command Chief Mark Legfold. Welcome to our second episode of our Valentine's Day special edition of Beneath the Wing called Love in the Military, co-hosted by my Valentine, my wife, Lisa. Thanks, Mark. Everybody loves love. So joining us today, we have Staff Sergeant Nathan Walgren and his lovely wife, Kennedy. Nate is a firefighter for the city of Woodbury and serves here at our wing in the 109th Aeromedical Evacuation Squadron as a med tech, and he'll tell us all about that in just a bit. He's also a second-generation member of the 133rd. And Kennedy is a stylist at Ultimo Salon and Spa in Woodbury, where she's worked since she was 16 years old. The cool thing is they're both newlyweds. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having us. I hope I got everything right on your intro. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Well, let's start with your love story. Uh, How did you guys find each other? Uh, How did you fall in love? Uh, Tell us all about that. Okay, I guess I'll start with that. Um, So the funny thing is, is that Nate's mom actually had worked at my salon for about 28 years. She retired there as a stylist. And so I had known his mom working there as a receptionist and then moving into a stylist position. Um, We did not meet through her. Uh, She very much liked to keep working um, her private life separate. But uh, one of his friends started working as a receptionist at our salon, and she was graduating college. And so she invited me and another coworker out um, to get drinks with her friends. And so that is how I met Nate. We went and picked them up and went to celebrate, and we started chatting it up. And after that, we kept hanging out with friends, even family. Um, and that was like the summer of 2017. And then few weeks later in June, I remember we were at a bar with some friends and the friend that introduced us, she was like, so like, how serious are you guys uh, thinking of getting or you guys, you guys seem to really like each other. And I just remember he looks at her and he's like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. And so that's how we started dating. And um, it's been really great ever since we just kind of became best friends and met each other's entire families, like before we even had our probably real first date. (laughs) So it was kind of funny. And I mean, I don't know. I always laughed when people told me like, you know, when you meet that person, you know, and I got to say that was probably true for us. So would you say you're somebody that believes in love at first sight or did that just kind of come along with the helpful encouragement of family and friends? Um, You know, I think I kind of believe in love at first sight just because the way I'd been in a previous like long relationship, so I wasn't really looking to meet anyone, but I mean, as soon as we started talking, it was like talking to a best friend. I don't know. We were able to just like open up about like our whole life story so easily. And just in my head, I was like, I was like, wow, this, I was like, I think this, this might be the person. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nate, you agree with that? Did she get the whole story right, or do you have to add? <laughs> no, that, that that's uh, that's what happened. Sounds about right. But yeah, we just we just kind of really hit it off, and it was just really easy to talk to each other, and we just we just meshed very well, and yeah, it just worked out, and here we are, six, six years, years later. later. Yeah, sweet. Very nice. So both of you have been together for six years. Share with me because I don't know how long have you been married now. One year. We celebrated our first anniversary on January first. A year and a year and a month. Yeah. And a day, I guess. <laughs> Terrific. It sounds amazing to have a New Year's Day wedding. It was a lot of fun. It was very cold, but yeah. very fun. <laughs> cool. Well, I've got a question for you as newlyweds, but as a military couple, um, for each of you, what advice would you give to another young couple who's trying to balance that civilian life and that military life? You definitely finding the balance um, of, you know, just being able to balance, you know, your military life, your civilian life and your love life as well. Like we have very different schedules and we are busy all the time, but, you know, just being able to schedule things out and balance and find that healthy balance. And, you know, we try to like do date nights like every week or so, or just try to do little things where we can just, you know, me and her get away and do things, you know definitely is finding that healthy balance, which I've, I've found now it's, 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 it gets harder and you kind of have to figure it out because in our, our, when we first started dating, I was in school and I wasn't really working. So I was in school and balancing school and guard and being able to find time with her was very easy. And then now that I have working a regular schedule, trying to balance that and then trying to still input into the guard and then spend time with her it becomes difficult, but it's definitely just being able to find that healthy balance and scheduling things out makes things a lot easier. Getting something on the books, so it's set in stone. We do a pretty good job at trying to do that. Yeah, I think we'll kind of look. We do a shared calendar. We have, like, an app that we do, like Time Tree, so we're able to kind of see in advance, like, where we're going to be at, and if we see a week that's super busy, we kind of look at the day, like, okay, this day, like, let's go to dinner, or let's go do something fun, go bowling, or something um, to spend a little bit of time together, so we'll kind of, like, look in advance if we know it's about to get really busy to kind of input that time together. What a, what a good way of kind of articulating a little bit of a difference, Lisa, and I have a, a calendar, too, with uh, different colored markers and pens on it where we keep track yeah. of ours and you, you guys have a sweet app yeah yeah it, it we need it last year when I was in school and working and the drill we literally had we had our app and then I we have different colors in the app of what's mine what's hers what's ours and then we also had another calendar pinned on our our refrigerator with my school schedule on it because there was just so much going on the last year Nate you uh Knowing that you both lead pretty busy lives, your guard experience is a little different than what some would consider the normal guard life in that the one weekend a month, a few weeks out of the year, but your training schedule is a little different. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, being a flight medic with the 109th, um, we have to fly to you know regain our currency and do all of our semi-annual trainings. Um, so we have four training flights a month and they would like for us to do at least two flights a month. So on top of, you know, the, the drill weekend, we have to fly twice a month. And then we also have, you know, a lot of exercises where we'll go to other AE units and do training with them. 
or we'll have um, live bid missions, which we'll do the stateside missions from when the patients come from Germany to DC, we'll take them back to their home base, um, to all the stateside. So there's a, there's a lot of extra things that you can sign up for and can do, but yeah, just on top of, you know, doing your normal drill weekend, there's flying and then there's keeping all your medical certifications. So you got to do, you know, your EMT and your BLS and your TC3. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into it, but our, our monthly, like we say, being an AE, uh, an air medical evac, we're out there probably at least three, four five times a month. On top of your drill weekends, right? Yeah. On top of your drill weekends. It's a lot. It's a lot. So Henry, yeah. question for you. Um, I know you've been together with Nate for, for six years. Um, did you have any military exposure before that? Not exactly. Uh, I've had family members serve. My father was in the Air Force. He was um, out in California as a um, mechanic. I think he only did like three years, and that was even before he met my mom. Um, I've had a couple uncles, grandparents, but not that I really like lived and experienced the military lifestyle, but I had a lot of respect for it. And so when I met like Nate and his family, they had a lot of history in it too and stuff. And I just have a huge respect and honor for those people that do decide to serve. So no, I didn't really have experience. So it was quite a experience with him being gone all the time and stuff and definitely an adjustment. Well, tell me a little bit about, you know, what's maybe been most surprising about that, that difference from what you were used to. Um, I think uh, it was just, yeah, kind of finding time together. Uh, when we first met, he was down in Mankato, so we weren't living in the same um, city either. So I would only see him maybe every two weeks. He'd go on these bid missions or exercises. And then I would know I'd for sure see him sometimes drill weekend. <laughs> um, but um, so it was kind of an adjustment to just not being able to see that person, you know, have your normal date nights and stuff, really having to kind of book it out. Uh, uh, but it was really nice that with his family involved and his mom, she was able to be like a great support to me to kind of, you know, tell me how things go and <laughs> that it's a, it gets better and stuff. It's hard. And also even my sister-in-law too, she dealt with it too. So it was just a, an adjustment with the schedules, just not being able to, you know, hey, let's meet up right now and go get, you know, lunch and stuff. So that was just kind of really the big adjustment is it, it was just such a different type of relationship in the beginning. It does take a little bit of time on top of the regular bid missions and the, the training and the, the drill weekends, Nate, you did a deployment in 2020. Is that right? Yeah. Correct. Correct. I went so to Bagram for, I was gone. Well, our, our normal four month deployment turned into a six month deployment. That's uh, quite a bit away, and that's a little bit different challenge. So, Nate, you first on this one. Can you just talk about things that you were able to do while you were deployed to Bagram um, to stay connected with one another? And then, Kennedy, I'd, I'd kind of like to get your perspective on that one, too. Um. Well, it was easy to honestly stay connected. You know, we had our cell phones. You know, now this day and age, we're able to 
text, you know, every day or FaceTime. And so we would do a lot of that. We do a lot of texting and FaceTiming at night. Granted, it was like an eight and a half hour difference. So finding that time was a little difficult every once in a while. But yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of communicating through phone and just staying in touch there. And I know she would she sent me like a couple care packages and it was really cool. She like got in touch with some of my friends and sent a, a care package, like all my friends threw in some stuff and a card and everything. So it was really cool just to be able to stay in touch with everyone, you know, day by day. And then there would be those days where our internet or whatever would go out or we'd go on a flight and be like, Hey, love you. Talk to you when I can. But we pretty much stayed in touch almost every single day and would FaceTime like you know, maybe every day, every other day or so certainly helps. Kennedy, what was your perspective on being uh, separated by deployment? Uh, It is, it's definitely hard. (laughs) I will say that. I don't want to sugarcoat it and say like, oh, you know, it went by super fast. And, you know, just because we were able to talk every day was super easy. It's definitely hard. Um, You definitely miss your person. But I do have to say we are um, really grateful, like this day and age, like Nate said, that we do have the technology we do because it is so easy. I know, like my mother-in-law said, you know, she would get a random phone call here and there when she would hear from my father-in-law. Um, so being able to FaceTime and just even have like quick little text check-ins, just like how's everything going, was definitely really helpful to be able to stay in touch like that. Um, and I gotta say too, just making sure to have like a great like support system um, for the spouse. Like I had uh, all of his family that would, you know, check in on me or like invite me out to stuff. Even our group of friends too, they kind of knew like, you know, I'm kind of on my own. So having a lot of great people surrounded around you to, you know, kind of help keep you busy too. And I got to say doing the care packages, that was really fun getting stuff together for him and sending it out. And, you know, I really did enjoy like, you know, hearing about his experience and, you know, how he was doing with his unit and how everyone in his unit was doing. Um, you know, I'm definitely very interested in his, you know, military career. And I love, you know, hearing about his different experiences because I know he has such a passion for it and it means so much to him. But yeah, it was, it's, it's definitely difficult. Um, but we made it through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you sure did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kennedy, were you planning the wedding while he was away or did that come after? Uh, he proposed when he came back. Mm-hmm. He actually, we flew to Florida. He was doing an exercise there. And that's doing, when he decided uh, to propose. I had to do some more training. And I was like, hey, you want to come with? I got a hotel room. <laughs> you, I got a hotel room and a rental car. And, was like all you gotta do is buy your plane ticket and so she came down and we were just down there for a couple days and yeah it was like five months after I got home from my deployment okay so tell us how you popped the question Nate uh, <laughs> well so I guess it all comes back to um, I had a, a buddy that you know we have we have a friend in the jeweler business and uh yeah, we he makes me custom engagement rings, and she always wanted something different. She didn't want like you know a typical diamond ring. She wanted a sapphire because that's her birthstone. Um, so we kind of went and like one day we were just randomly talking, Kennedy and I, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't even know what size you are. Like, let's just go into this wedding, like this wedding ring shop, and see what size you are. And then that was like in October, November, and then uh, just cause she kind of thought nothing of it. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then in January, I went and met up with my friend and started 
customizing her own engagement ring and the wedding band and everything. Even my, my buddy was like, are you sure you want to like customize both? Like usually the, the woman picks out the wedding band. I was like, Nope, I know what she wants. Trust me. And so I did, did all this stuff behind her back and then I got the ring and I had no, no plans of when proposing nothing. I had no idea. And then I, yeah, I had to go down to uh, Florida for some training and, she came and then I just, I convinced her to come with me. I was like, you got to take one day of work off. Like we'll just hang out by the beach. We got three days. And then, so we flew down there and then we're going to go out to dinner the first night. And we were just like getting ready, getting dressed. And I was like, Hey, like, you know, like let's go take a photo by the beach. Why not? So we went down to the beach and we had a, uh, one of my friends with us. And so her and her, her and her husband were with us and I told them, so I had one of them taking photos, one taking videos. So yeah, we started taking photos on the beach and then I turned her and popped the question. Beautiful. I think the funny part about the story is I fought him on like every <laughs> twist and turn, like getting ready. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put shorts and a t-shirt on, like put my hair up in a bun. And he's like, no, like put a nice dress on. And then he's like, come on, let's go to the beach. I was like, no, I'm really hungry. Like, let's just go to dinner. <laughs> he's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. She's like, after the fact, she's like, I should have known something was up when you asked to go take photos. Oh, that's great. I love it. Um, let's switch gears just slightly. So mm -hmm. some say that the first year of marriage is the hardest. And I don't know that I personally agree with that. But um, is there is there something that you have gone through or learned about each other this first year that has already made your marriage stronger than it was a year ago? Um, yeah, I will say I don't know that first year is really like exactly the hardest. I mean, I think we've had, we had a lot of fun and we had a lot of friends that got married um, just before us too. So we were all in our first year of marriage, which was really fun, but we definitely did have a little bumps in the road. Um, we had started to try and conceive for a baby and we ended up losing the pregnancy kind of early on. And so that was kind of a big hurdle for us to kind of get through together but it definitely brought us a lot closer it made our relationship a lot stronger like he was very supportive there for me and just for us to kind of go through that together and lean on each other I think definitely made us a lot stronger and also you know just going through kind of everything we've gone through in the past six years just with like the deployment and everything it's kind of like now we look at the future and we're like there's really nothing I don't think we couldn't get through. Like we could always work through something and we just need to make sure that we're leaning on each other and communicating with each other. That's, that's great. And, uh, you know, you, uh, you talked about how the guard has been kind of a part of this journey for you. And Nate, you mentioned you had a friend, I assume it's a friend from the 109th that was there to take pictures at your engagement and, and, yep somebody's been with you along the way the guard and the military in general has always uh, tried not always getting it right but we recognize the importance of a strong family and support structure um, as a part of being militarily ready how does having a strong relationship impact military readiness and do you guys feel supported in that regard you mean like supported by my unit and people within our yeah. unit yeah, the 109th, uh, the Aeromedical Evacuation Squadron, it's a it's a tight-knit group of people. And um, I got a chance to go on a 
a mission with them pretty early um, in my tenure in this job. And I just was so impressed, not only by the professionalism, Nate, but also just that sense of family that they have. Uh, So can you talk about how the organization has kind of helped and supported you guys along the way? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, we're, like you said, we're very supportive and very tight knit group. I mean, we work hand in hand with officers and enlisted. So, and you have to be able to speak up and you know, tell an officer if they're doing something wrong. So that's one thing that's very strange and different about our unit compared to other units. It's just working hand in hand with enlisted and officers and being, like you said, that tight knit where we're okay stepping on each other's toes and but we're there to support each other and we're there to help each other out. And I know like our units just are they're they're very close with, you know, supporting, especially when people are deployed or, you know, anything's going on. We're always trying to like put things together, you know, put boxes together, put gifts together if there's a holiday coming up or something and just try to show that support from far. But uh, I know that even when deployments come up or, you know, you're going away, like they're very supportive. I'm like, hey, like, is everything squared away at home? Like, is everything okay? They want to make sure that you're not just leaving your spouse and kids or whoever else to dry and that everything is set in stone and you're good to go, you know, physically and mentally. And hopefully they can help you out with any way you need. Kennedy, have you felt that too? And uh, if so, how? Um, yeah. I mean, I've gotten to meet quite a lot of people in his unit and um, we've definitely like hung outside, outside of um, him being in the garden stuff and getting to know them, which has been really fun. And I know I've just felt from him and heard from him, you know, people like, you know, checking in and stuff, you know, seeing how we're doing and, you know, asking about our personal life. And uh, I can definitely tell and sense, uh, I guess I haven't been out there like a a lot, but I can sense from him too, that he gets a lot of support, even when he was trying to get his like civilian life in order and stuff. Um, I know he had a lot of people, you know, checking in with him and just kind of trying to help him get things squared away so he can, you know, find that balance between civilian life and military life. So I think there's definitely a lot of support there. Well, thanks. I'm just going to reintroduce you here real quick, and then we're going to take a break. Lisa and I have been talking with Nate and Kennedy Walgren. Uh, Nate is one of our aeromedical evacuation medical technicians, and uh, they're joining us on our annual Valentine's Day edition. Stick around for a brief break. We're going to hear from Chaplain Beckwith and the Strong Bonds program. Thanks, Chaplain Beckwith, for that great message. And uh, we encourage everybody to take uh, take part in that Strong Bonds program when it becomes available. Uh, We've been talking with Nate and Kennedy Walgren, and I introduced them, as uh, Nate especially, as a second generation member of the 133rd and talking during the break here, uh, I learned I was a little bit wrong. In fact, I learned I was a lot wrong. So (laughs) Nate, my apologies to your grandpa. Tell us about him, would you? So yeah, so my grandpa on my, my my mom's dad, he was in the guard uh, at the 133rd for 38 years. Um, He started off before we even had the 130s and then uh, as like a flight engineer. And then when we brought the 130s on, uh, they wanted to switch him over to a, a flight engineer for the 130s. So he was full time out there actually, and was 
working on those planes for over 38 years and working in the, the C-130 simulator and he acquired over between regular flying and simulating hours he acquired over 14,000 hours so he actually was the one who introduced the guard to my dad because my dad was in the Marine Corps and then um, wanted to get out and be close to home and so my my grandpa introduced him to the guard so he was out in the guard as a firefighter for 18 years and then he introduced me to the guard and he actually introduced me to Chief Legvold was the first person I ever talked to out there and here we are now nine almost nine years later isn't that something yeah I think almost a total of 65 years at the 133rd between our family it's uh, pretty amazing isn't it yeah we can hear your family member in the background there, which is uh, awesome. I know you've got a uh, high-energy dog, right? Yes, we do. He was doing so good. <laughs> we gave him his peanut butter Kong. We put him upstairs in the room, and I think he probably is all done with that, so that's why. Oh, but that is that is quite all right. Uh, Lisa's got the next question for you. Um, I'm going to give you a chance to be sweet to each other. So each of you... Please share uh, the one thing about your spouse that you admire most. Oh my goodness, I admire most. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> Just um, I have to say the one thing I really love about Nate uh, is just how I don't know if I words. <laughs> he's just he's a lot of fun and very easy to be around. Um, he's just very caring. So he's just. He's a person that when you're talking with him, you you can tell he's just really focused on you and he just, his smile, it just kind of like lights you up. I just love how, you know, he doesn't let, let a lot of things get to him. So he's just really easygoing and really easy to talk to. And it's funny, even all of our friends bring it up. Like, they're like, does he ever like get upset about anything? And I'm like, you know, not, not too much, but I just love what a kind of easygoing and free spirit he is. It's just, it's fun to be around. That's sweet. Nate, your turn. <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, she, Kennedy is genuinely a very kind person and she cares about everyone. You know, um, if anyone has to meet her, like she'll, she'll go out of her way to show her support for somebody or show somebody that she cares and, it's just, it's really cool to see between, you know, to, for her, you know, showing her love and care for me to our family, her family, friends and anything. She'll, she'll go out of her way to help people out when they need it. And it's really cool to see. That is great. You, you guys are just so genuinely sweet with one another and, and to one another. And uh, one of the things that we learned going into this is you guys are expecting your first in June. Is that right? Mm-hmm. July, July July 2nd July 2nd okay and end of June early July that's that is awesome and congratulations thank you, thank you. being becoming parents um it, it's a whole new ball game isn't it what are you guys oh, yeah. doing to, yeah what are you doing to get yourself ready for parenting oh my goodness so much <laughs> Uh, right now we've been getting the nursery together, so getting furniture in there. And then I've been working on the registry, which 
you think would be super fun and exciting, but oh my goodness, is it overwhelming? Just all the things you don't think that you need for a baby and stuff. The list just goes on and on and on to prepare, but it is really fun and exciting and our family's super excited too. We've got lots of little ones in the family, so it'll be really exciting, but yeah, just kind of starting to get the house ready and in order and We've got a birthing class coming up, so preparing to know what the heck's going to be happening once this baby comes, and yeah, it's exciting. Sure is. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be a larger family this year. Are there any new traditions yes. you're wanting to start? Oh, gosh. Hmm. I, I don't know. We haven't really thought of that. <laughs> Um, Any that you're looking forward to bringing forward from your own childhoods? Well, I guess with talking about Valentine's Day, um, our tradition every year has been we um, we don't do the whole nice dinner and romantic thing. We actually go bowling every year. So that'll be fun. I mean, I guess once she gets a little older, but um, we always love going bowling every year, going to a different bowling alley and just making it kind of fun for Valentine's Day. Um, and then I don't know, our family's just got a lot of stuff that we do. Um, we're just very involved with our families too. So we'll just have lots going on with them. Very nice. Sounds great. Well, the second half, we usually like to have a little bit of fun and, and, uh, we're going to play a quick answer, um, section here called, would you rather? And, um, so super easy. Uh, we'll ask a would you rather question. Kennedy, you get to go first and then Nate, you get okay. to answer and then we'll just move right on to the next one. So the pressure's all on you. Would you rather shovel snow or mow the lawn? Mow the lawn. <laughs> mow the Nate? lawn. For sure. Mow the lawn. <laughs> I already shovel all the snow. So. It's been some heavy snow this year. <laughs> it's been a rough one already. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, All you gotta but... do is walk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, are you are you a dancer or a singer? A uh, dancer for sure. <laughs> I know your answer. <laughs> What's my answer? You are a dancer. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a dancer as well. <laughs> right on. Would you rather work to live or live to work? Uh, live to work. Yeah, I want to be passionate about my work. I don't want to feel like I'm just working day to day just to pay the bills. Yeah, right. I'd say yeah, live live to work. You gotta you gotta enjoy what you what you do. You're not just working to live your life away. You want to be able to work, live to work, and love what you do, and go in every day and enjoy it. Awesome. All right. How about uh, would you rather boat? For a day in the summer or hike for a day in the summer? Uh, boat. My parents have a boat on the St. Croix, so we live on the water during the summer. <laughs> yeah, boating for sure. All right. Would you rather do dishes or cook? Cook. <laughs> I guess I do both. <laughs> I'd rather cook, but I somehow end up doing both. Fair enough. <laughs> that is the secret to to being a good husband. That is like first yep. or second on the list, actually. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. I missed that. I wasn't listening. 
how about this one? Would you rather go to a concert by Luke Combs or Taylor Swift? Luke Combs. We've actually gone to two or three of his concerts already. Two of them, yeah. Yeah, Luke Combs for sure. He's he's one of our fa- one of our favorites. So I know she surprised me for my birthday with tickets once. And I surprised her with tickets for her birthday one time. Yeah. And I think we used nice. one of his songs for wa- for our wedding party yeah. to walk down the aisle. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You guys awesome. are almost super fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd be thinking of you while I'm at the Taylor Swift concert, but I don't have tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you rather laugh with each other or have really deep conversations? Laugh with each other. <laughs> laugh with each other, for sure. Right on. Very good. Um, would you rather have more time or more money? More, More time. I think time's so precious that you get with each other. Can you decide? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, more money's great, but I, I would say more time, especially with just our schedule that we have. It's just so hectic, and, you know, being away from her three nights in a row, it, it can get pretty tough. So we, we, we do enjoy the time we have together, so I would always enjoy more time with her. Yeah. Uh, would you rather scream or cry at the movies? Uh, I would cry. I'd probably scream. <laughs> you like a horror movie? I like scary movies. <laughs> okay, Kennedy, I, I love the question. What's the movie that makes you cry? Oh, gosh. I tear up at a lot of things. <laughs> I don't know. I think any girl could say The Notebook makes them ball their eyes out. <laughs> um, I can't. I, can't say I don't know the last movie that I did tear up at. I know there was one recently, but I just can't remember. But I think uh, I don't know. I think crying would be better because it just shows that they're able to like you know get you emotionally involved in the movie and like connected to the characters. Fair enough. Mark, why don't you share which one makes you cry? Forrest Gump every day of the week and twice on Sunday. But I, Notebook is not a gender-specific crier. I'll cry at that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, a couple more of these. Would you rather paint a room or vacuum the entire house? What was the first one? Sorry, I think it kind of, like, oh. broke up a little. Oh, would you rather paint a room or vacuum? Uh, vacuum. I'd rather vacuum. Oh. Well, okay. Would you rather uh, read a book, listen to music, or watch a uh, TV show? Um, well, that's a tough one because we do watch a lot of shows together, but I do love a good book. I do like to read. I'd read a book. I would say watch a TV show. All right. Now we'll switch gears away from the would you rather, but but could you each share with us something um, that you would love to have more time to do together? Mm. Um, I think, well, with the weather right now, I would love for us to get out more. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I guess kind of uh, get out a little more, kind of go travel around. I know we're talking about doing like a little baby moon before the baby comes, like going up north. I would love to do a lot more like little 
like mini getaways, like be able to, you know, drive an hour up north somewhere, do some hiking and stuff like that. Um, I think that's just really fun, enjoying the weather and stuff around you and just the time together. So just a little more time to go do fun activities. Because otherwise, usually we're home or we're cooking or like cooking meals together or sometimes we'll just go to, you know, the closest little restaurant near here. But I think it would be more fun if we had some more time to get out a little more in a way. Awesome. Yeah. It's same for you or what? I, I would probably say kind of the same, you know, being able to, you know, go vacation for a little bit longer or trying to get away for a little bit longer than just like, you know, a long weekend here between our schedules and just being able to go and travel a little bit more with each other. It's, it's always fun. We always, always find a lot of fun and crazy stuff to do when we go on vacation. So it's always fun to go explore with her. Yeah. The nice thing about going away together is you sort of, you can't be distracted by the laundry or the, you know, whatever right. it is you, you, you have that, nothing but that opportunity to to do some fun stuff spend spend mm-hmm. that time anyway i agree with with both of you so how do you guys define since since this is our valentine's day edition how do you define romance hmm. i think romance can be a lot of different things it doesn't have to be you know, a super nice restaurant and a huge bouquet of flowers. I think romance is sometimes just in the little things. Um, Just kind of like how we, you know, cook in the kitchen and stuff. Sometimes just like a little touch on like, you know, your back or, you know, a nice embrace. Or sometimes when I come home, he'll surprise me with like just a little rose that he got from the gas station. Like he like (laughs) had to stop and get something. So he comes back with just like a little thing. Um, and it's just, I think sometimes just like the little moments together, you know, sometimes those just little deep conversations and laughs together. That is, those little things do uh, make a big difference, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Nate, what's the most romantic thing Kennedy's ever done? <laughs> He's probably the more romantic one. <laughs> 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 the most romantic thing she's ever done. <laughs> you really gotta think. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I would probably yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm literally like staring at I'm like I'm like going through all these things in my head. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um but no, there was a gosh, when even was that? It was maybe like our one year anniversary or like our first year dating even on my birthday or so, um, she put together this big picture collage frame. And um, on the outside of the frame, she wrote, you know, everything she loved about me. So there's this six photo collage in the middle and then the whole white space around, around it on the inside of the frame, she wrote just everything she loved about me. And so that was really, really cool to see. And I, I really appreciated that gift. That was really cute to see. That is romantic. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Nice job, Kennedy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I try. <laughs> hey, uh, 
Lisa and I just want to say thanks uh, to both of you for joining us on Beneath the Wings. Love in the Military Special Edition. Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Kennedy. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And I'd like to personally say thanks to my Valentine, Lisa, for co-hosting with me. Thanks, sweetheart. This is one of my favorite things that I get to do as your military spouse every year. Well, I sure do love doing it with you. Enough gushing together here. Hey, I hope that you uh, join me in the coming weeks as we begin a special Beneath the Wing feature series highlighting first-year stories. I've been interviewing airmen from across the wing as they share how they came to join the 133rd, why they chose their job, basic and tech school stories, challenges and joys through that process, and what they've grown to love about their 133rd airlift wing family, just like Nate and Kennedy talked about. Each Tuesday and Thursday through the month of April, starting in February, we'll be releasing these short stories of strength and success with the invitation to share with any young person seeking direction, skills, education that can be found in the Guard, as well as that sense of care and family that we heard about again today. As always, thanks to Amy Lovegren and that awesome 133rd Public Affairs section for her great work producing these. We'll see you next time on Beneath the Wing, and thanks again, Kennedy and Nate. Thank you. Thank you.